K-pop pillow talk includes graphic content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to K-pop pillow talk. <laughs> I'm Millie. I'm Nods. So we were watching some comebacks. Yes. Um, we watched N-Mix's Dice and Cravity's Party Rock. Party Rock! I can't... That's what I'm going to think every <laughs> single time I yeah. think of the title. But... It was fantastic. It was I amazing. loved Party Rock. It was so good. I like both Millie and I thought that it was going to be just a hard hitting, like mm-hmm. trying to be yeah. <laughs> what LMFAO did in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really wasn't. It, it wasn't. was very bubblegum, which Millie mentioned. Yeah, that we just haven't had a good male idol uh, bubblegum, like feel good song in yeah. a while. Yeah. Um, not for many of the big names. I, you know, there's, yeah. there might be a small name that we just don't know about who released a great one, but this is the first one. And then also, this is definitely going to be the first Gravity song that goes on to my playlist. Uh, they got me. They got me. Yeah. I feel like Gravity is finally like finding their sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of their like debut yeah. or couple comebacks after that. Um, but their last one that they did with a, I want to say a different entertainment company I don't know it was I don't know if, if there are any gravity fans out there you can correct me if I'm wrong but um their comeback vivid mm. that was the first one where I was like okay okay we're doing <laughs> something here we're doing something good and now mm-hmm. we have party rock and it is so good yeah uh very proud yeah we have rep from our hometown <laughs> Alan yeah shout out to Alan Ma uh-huh. <laughs> my boy Alan I'm not friends with him uh, but, but nods went to school with him literally in show choir with him. yeah he was the president we went to Washington DC <laughs> it goes deep yeah but, uh, his older brother is my grandson um, oh my gosh that's right yeah. Because I had a friend in high school whose mother was terrible, so she used me as her mother figure. <laughs> and then uh, for some... I don't know how that that happened for them. Yeah. But Alan's older brother... Um, should I say his name? Or... I mean, do you I'm think sure it's, it's public, public domain. Yeah. <laughs> Alan's older brother, James, became my daughter's son. So then he came up to naturally. me... Naturally. Naturally. And was like, you're my grandmother. And I was like... Got it. Okay, so, <laughs> you know, when you're in high school and weird like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think about it all the time. And I also think about how crazy it is that Alan became the idol because James literally left high school, mid, mid-high school, mm. to go to a performing arts high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, James James is very talented. Oh, yeah, great voice. And so, so was Alan. So was Alan. Alan was very hardworking, very persistent in what he was doing. I remember uh, my freshman year, I think that's when he left to do the survival show that formed Stray Kids. Um, I, I didn't know that. All I heard was, oh, Alan's <laughs> going to Korea. And I was like, oh, good for him. And the, But I was like, I thought he was from Taiwan. Uh, <laughs> so, so I was just very confused because I wasn't into K-pop yet. And then he came back like sometime thereafter and he had blonde hair and I was like, what? And then he disappeared again and now he's in gravity. Um, so that's really cool. Obviously, I don't know how he is now, but back when I knew him in the old ages of middle school, uh, he was very nice. Yeah. And so was his brother. His brother sweetest. They're always said nice. hi to me. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Boys. So... If there are any Gravity fans out there, I offer you that. He was very nice. Uh, But anyway, um, Enmix, Dice. 
I just don't think I'm going to be a fan of Enmix. Me neither. Unfortunately, um, if their concept is truly, and I don't know, because that, don't know. this is, I'm basing this off of the two, the debut and the comeback. Yeah. Um, if their concept is we're going to mix together multiple songs into one song, it's not for me. You know what? It's just not for me. Yeah. I thought when this song started, I was like, okay, you know, yeah. maybe this will be a good song. And then it gets to the second verse, and I'm like, nope, this is now an NCT song. What, yeah. what is happening? And then it changes back, and I was like, all right, no. Um, yeah. I like the dance. The dance is very cool. The dance is fun. Um, but yeah, it's just not gonna be not gonna be for me if this is what we're doing. Yeah, I can't even say it's camp. Like, <laughs> it just hurts because in their for their debut they had that one song. I think it um, Tank, mm. the freaky fishy fishy song. I listened to it and I was like, oh my god, camp, love this. Um, do, do I think objectively it's good? But no, I was like, I can appreciate it. But yeah, I thought, okay, yeah, when when they come back, I'm sure it'll be like a little different, and maybe I'll like it. My brain just hurts. Yeah. My brain hurts listening to it because I feel like they're singing to a different song that's playing. And it just doesn't match up, in my opinion. I'm so confused on what we're doing. And I don't... I feel like I sound like a 40-year-old <laughs> complaining about the music kids are listening to. The dissonance is yes. not very pleasing. No. Um... But the girls themselves are doing great. Yeah. I, I told Millie when we were watching the dance, I was like, Miss Girl with the Red Hair is killing it. She has bills to pay, mm-hmm. and she is getting them done. Like, yeah. I, she's doing the damn thing, and I appreciate that. Um, but And we know they have fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what the fandom name is called, but shout out to y'all. Yeah. Because when we were at uh, Twice and Stray Kids, mm-hmm. and JYP was playing their, like, weird commercial, um... <laughs> Because I still just don't understand why they played it multiple times. Um, and Nmix came on. There were lots of shouts. And yeah. So I'm sure they'll be fine without me and Nods listening to them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, my friend Kaven really likes them. <laughs> and we fight about it all the time. Ensers <laughs> uh, to all ensers out there. Ensers. Enser. Maybe it's pronounced answer. I don't know, but it's the letter N S W E R. It's probably pronounced answer. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> to all you answers out there, keep doing your thing. Because that sounds way cuter. When you said answer, I thought it was like censor. And I was oh, like, no. that's weird. Yeah. We are gearing up, y'all. We are in the final stretch. It's the final countdown. <laughs> I've got my three drinks, my three beverages, <laughs> mm-hmm. my hydration, my post-workout, my coffee. <laughs> I'm ready to go. All right, so today we're going to be reading the second to last chapter, which is called Decisions. You struggle to find the right thing to do, warnings, swearing, mental health illnesses and facility, mentions of sex. But what's going to happen to the baby? Jamin frowns, choosing his words very carefully as the two of you sit cross-legged on the floor of his now empty apartment. He's due to hand in the keys tomorrow morning. She can't raise a baby in a mental health institute, surely. Is she even allowed to keep the baby once it's born? 
Well, your head kicks back with a huge sigh. Your sister is now 15 weeks pregnant and being held at the Cypher Health House to battle her inner demons. <laughs> Much to your mother's dismay, you've refused point blank to visit Ruth, despite the fact that she's been asking repeatedly to see you. We don't know how long she's going to be in there, first of all. I think the baby will most likely be put up for adoption, but I'm not sure, so... Your unborn tiny niece or nephew being shipped off to another family. You almost feel guilty. Since finding out you are going to be an aunt, it's all that's been on your mind. Hoping, praying, convincing yourself that the baby will go to a loving family. Perhaps a couple unable to conceive their own child. Or maybe even a loving foster family who has tons of experience in raising babies. What about Sokjin? Maybe he'll step up and raise the baby? You have to bite back a scoff at Jimin's. <laughs> Ooh, so this is, is it a, even suctions? <laughs> this is a word that um, I have trouble pronouncing. Um, so I'm going to say it in a weird voice. Naivete. <laughs> you know, uh, when they're naive. Naivety? I don't Naivety? It's Naivety. Not, I don't. Naivety. Nativity. Nativity is. Yeah. Some, what? <laughs> look, at, look, at, look at the word. Nativity. <laughs> So just so you know, it's Jimin being naive. <laughs> right, Sokjin, you mumble, heart dropping into the depths of your uneasy stomach. That's if he's even the father. YN, Namjoon's not an idiot. He raises his palms defensively when your eyes widen. I mean, he's an asshole for what he's done. And he's definitely an idiot, but I'm sure he's not stupid enough to have unprotected sex with someone, you know what I mean? Maybe. The timing does add up, though. I think it could be his. Your lips purse. The idea of Namjoon, your ex-boyfriend, being the father of your niece or nephew is still something that doesn't sit right with you, no matter how many times you've tried to process the facts. That's messy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Does June even know she's pregnant? I don't know. I haven't spoken to him since Cook broke his nose. Jimin smiles, his eyes turning into a bright crescent moons that sparkle beneath the lighting. Right. Understandable, I guess. I can't believe he did that, and I can't believe you're living together now. And I can't believe you're moving in with Yoongi tomorrow. And they're going to be in the same building. <laughs> like a little happy family. You take a moment to glance around the empty apartment, reminiscing of all the drunken nights you've spent together here. From drinking boxed wine on the kitchen floor, the night you met Jungkook, to getting ready for nights out together with no more than 40 pounds and a good mood between you. A bittersweet smile tugs your lips. In a way, it's almost the end of an era. It is the end of an era. Yeah. I can... It's the end of an era. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Jones. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say all I can ever think of is, is Monica and Rachel like crying. <laughs> they like, have to live with a boy. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. You chuckle, reaching out to palm his thigh lovingly. But I'm really gonna miss living together. You were barely here anyway. He snorts, gripping your hand. Besides, we're going to be in the same building. You can come by whenever you like. Oh, I intend to. Have you uh? Have you seen much of Taehyung? At this, you tisk between your teeth with a gentle smile. Yeah, I mean, he's my boyfriend's best friend. I can't really avoid him. He comes over a few nights a week. Are you finally going to tell me why you two fell out? We didn't fall out. Jimin is quick to dismiss you, running a small hand through his hair. But you're not friends anymore, you remind him with raised brows. We are friends. We're just not as friendly as we used to be. Gonna need more than that, I'm afraid. He groans, lying his back flat on the carpeted floor as he covers his face with a denim jacket-clad arm. Uh, I said I wouldn't say anything. Come on, it's the last time we're going to be here together. You lay beside him, throwing your leg over his waist. Shouldn't we spend our final moments in this place doing what we do best? Jimin folds his hands behind his head, glaring at you with amused features. 
talking shit about our friends? <laughs> I just want to know what happened. I've seen the way he looks at Yoongi. It's so unnecessary. Jimin rolls his eyes when he cuts you off. I don't know why he's acting like that. He had his... You know what? Never mind. Jimin. YN. Did something happen between you guys? A brief silence follows and your eyes widen in shock. You shift your weight until you're straddling your best friend's thighs, resting your palms on his chest when you peer down at him. Jamin Park, did you have sex with Young? <laughs> no, no. His profile shifts to something that can only be described as comically defeated. Okay, fine. We kissed once. It was right after you signed that stupid contract, I think. I can't remember. Oh my fucking god. And he pulled away, told me he doesn't like me like that. He was just drunk and confused at how comfortable he was around me. Was, I guess. He said sorry and we moved on. That's really it, I promise. But then you stopped speaking. No, he stopped speaking to me when I started seeing Yoon. So what's his deal with Yoongi? You scrunch your face with confusion. More than a little smug that you'd always known something happened between the pair. <laughs> if he doesn't like you in that way, why does he act like that? An exasperated sigh escapes Jimin when he shrugs, still pins the ground by your weight. I think he's just lonely. Sometimes he looks at Jungkook the same way when he's near you, and they've been best friends forever. He probably just wants someone to love. It has nothing to do with me or you as individuals, just jealous of the fact that he's the only single member of our little dysfunctional family. Hmm. Can't say I've noticed that. Oh, Can't say I've noticed him doing that. Of course you haven't. He smacks your shoulder with a laugh. You're always too busy making out with your boyfriend to pay attention to anybody else. <laughs> Says the man constantly sucking face with a certain chauffeur. If Tay was gay and you were single, you definitely would. You wink. There's no denying the attorney's beauty. He's downright gorgeous, and what makes him even more endearing is that he doesn't seem to know just how attractive he is. Probably, yeah, but what can I say? I'm a man of love. I'm off the market now. He's missed his chance. Jamin's grin widens. You can't tell me if you were single, you wouldn't go there, too. Can't confirm or deny without a lawyer present. He is hot, though, isn't he? You hum, rolling off your friend back onto the floor, gazing at the slightly smoke-stained ceiling. Slightly smoke-stained ceiling. Alliteration. Fire? No. <laughs> I was pointing it out because it was good alliteration. Ridiculously hot. Excellent kisser, too, by the way. He says matter-of-factly with a pointed finger. I can't believe you kissed him and didn't tell me. I can't believe you fucked on a private jet and didn't tell me. You're still not over that? You snort, <laughs> playfully kicking his shin. It happened months ago. So did that kiss. He kicks you back because he's equally as immature as you, his Chelsea boot hitting you a, significantly percent a significant percentage harder than you'd hit him. Wouldn't it be crazy if we stayed here tonight, get a box of wine and sleep on the floor, spend the night talking shit about our boyfriends before we have to be boring adults and live with them forever? <laughs> this is so wholesome. Cut. I wish the world was different. <laughs> I want to be living with my best friend right now. This sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're nodding intently, feigning a deep thought process. Probably is a terrible idea. There's no blankets or sofas or even a TV for us to binge Netflix on. You sigh. But fuck it. I think we should do it anyway. Jamin rolls over to face you, tucking a wayward strand of hair behind your pierced ear. I love how much of a bad influence you are. It was literally your idea. You grip his hand with a chuckle before you reach for his phone, ordering five boxes of cheap wine from Deliveroo, along with a fruity vape for Jamin and a small selection of snacks. Guess we're staying here tonight, then. I guess we are. One last time. One last time, you smile. <laughs> it's a few days later when you're sitting at home, rather curled up against a warm, familiar cushion with a beating heart and strong muscles on the sofa when you find yourself asking the question that's been plaguing your mind ever since you found out Ruth is pregnant. Do you think I should go visit her? You're quiet, somewhat lost in thought. 
not paying any attention to whatever TV show your boyfriend is forcing you to sit through. Jungkook sighs knowingly, running inked fingertips through your hair. Do you want to visit her? He deflects. <laughs> you know full well he can't stand her, and so you half expected him to react like this. I... Your mouth opens and closes a few times as you muster the right words to express how you feel. You glance up at him. His hooded eyes are already trained to your face and away from the television. I don't know. I can't tell you what to do, he offers, an apologetic smile that leaves you breathless for a moment. But, he hesitates, would you visit her if she wasn't pregnant? You stiffen. You know what he's getting at, and he's absolutely right. You wouldn't even be considering it if it wasn't for the fact that your unborn niece or nephew. You're shaking your head slowly, drinking in the scent of his body wash and cologne. No, I probably wouldn't. I think that's your answer. Being pregnant doesn't change a woman's personality. What? Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I feel like it brings out everything to like a ten times more sort of thing. Yeah. Your personality doesn't change per se. You're just not as good. <laughs> or you're just, you have a shorter temper. Which, yeah. is, which is valid. This is not a complaint. This is a valid thing because you're literally making a human. Yeah. That's serious. That's gross. <laughs> I just, you're nervously toying with the white material of his oversized t-shirt that covers his frame. It's not the baby's fault. You can't choose your parents after all. At this, he kisses your temple, face lingering against your head for a moment. I know, darling, and you're so caring. You could still have a relationship with the baby once it's born if that's something you want. You are its aunt, after all. If you want to visit her and find out why she's been asking for you, then you should. But I don't know what good will come out of it, if any. Are you always this rational? You chuckle against his <laughs> collarbone, feeling overwhelmed by the situation, but grateful Me nonetheless. Me my boyfriend. <laughs> when I want to do something stupid and reckless. <laughs> but grateful nonetheless that Jungkook's offering impartial advice considering his own feelings towards your sister. I usually just want french fries. <laughs> I was like, and he what figures, things no, would no. you do? <laughs> I'm like, I want to go buy this thing, and I want to do that thing, and I want to uh, dye this, and then he's like... What if we just get some french fries? And then I'm like, you know what? That was the right answer. <laughs> his smile is sweet, genuine when he presses his forehead to yours. Not always. I just don't want you to get hurt, that's all. She might be your sister, but you shouldn't forget what she's done just because she's with child. With my, child? <laughs> my ex-boyfriend's child, too, you scoff, somewhat in disbelief. Potentially. I'll support whatever you decide to do, but the decision has to be completely yours. Only you know how you feel about it all. Only you can prevent force. <laughs> but also, I was going to say, in the rules of fan fiction, this has to be Navjoon's baby. Come on. Yeah. Come on. There's just not a way. Thing is, I don't know how I feel about it, Jungkook. You admit with a defeated sigh. I just can't stop thinking about the poor baby. What if she does put it up for adoption and they go to a really horrible family? You shouldn't torture yourself over something that's out of your control, YN. <laughs> Sorry, you murmur. <laughs> I'll stop talking about this. It's the last thing you want to hear about after work. To this, he shakes his head with pinched, thick brows. No, don't apologize. That's not what I meant at all. If you need somebody to talk this over with, then I'm all ears, baby. And so Jungkook spends the best part of two hours listening to your inner turmoil. Jesus. The battle of doing the right thing and what even is the right thing? You come to the conclusion that your judgment has been clouded by the revelation of her pregnancy. You wouldn't remotely consider spending any time with her had she not been with child. Yeah. Of course, Jungkook listens tentatively to your dilemma. He says he'll never fully understand it because he doesn't have any siblings of his own, which is a reasonable statement to make. 
It's dark outside when the conversation naturally fizzles out. You're no closer to making a decision when he carries you into the bedroom and you fall weak to the ripples of his muscles when he gets undressed for bed, clambering <sighs> on top of him the second you're in between the new bed sheets. <laughs> so, so as you guys know, uh, by this time that this is out, Jamin's photofolio... Oh! ...has dropped. Uh, last night, we were out to dinner at Korean barbecue with a bunch of our friends, and... One of our friends brought up the fact that Jungkookies is a vampire thing. And I had a full meltdown. Listen, I had a whole bottle of soju. But I had a full <laughs> breakdown in front of our newest friend, who is a monbebe. But still, like, telling her how important it was that I needed this photo book. And she was like, you know what? It's valid because vampires. And I was like, vampires! <laughs> For the culture. For the culture. Time skip. You're full of uncertainty when your life is going rather well at the moment with your BBC documentary and the prospect of starting your own female-empowered company and domestic life with your boyfriend is beyond amazing. Your family life has taken a severe hit recently. It's been two weeks since you'd opened up to Jungkook about your dilemma, unsure of whether you should visit your sister in the Cypher Mental Health House, where she's currently being held. I'm sorry, but a mental institution being called Cypher Mental Health House is just so funny to me because it just sounds so street. <laughs> <laughs> it could it could just be a literal burrow or something. Yeah. He remained impartial throughout, never wanting to sway your decision in any way, shape, or form. It's a Thursday afternoon. Rain bounces from the ground as it comes down in huge quantities, drenching your black parka jacket and puddles your wet converse and the trim of your jeans with each hesitant step you take towards the big building. Ugh, I would kill for some rain to be drenching my converse right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're in our another heat wave. Yeah. So. I think the peak is today though, so Oh that's nice. Yeah. The weather ironically complements your mood. The crashing noise of rainfall against the pavement floods your ears, adding a dramatic suspense to your own thoughts. Are you doing the right thing? Pretty soon you're checked into the cipher house as a visitor. Nobody knows oh you're gosh. here besides yourself. Oh crazy. Why is she always doing that? I know. Literally <laughs> girl. Communicate. Tell somebody. Tell someone what's up. You have a best friend who loves you. You have a boyfriend who loves you. <laughs> <laughs> For what reason you've decided to come is still unknown, but you don't have much time to dwell on it when you're taken to a small, crisp side room that smells like disinfectant with two small sofas opposite each other. Shaky hands guide a plastic cup of stagnant water to your lips after you rid yourself of your coat, waiting. Your sister's rounded stomach is the first thing you see when she enters the room, cuffed. You swallow thickly. Perhaps this is a mistake. Reluctantly, you drag your gaze up her body. She's wearing simple clothes, leggings and a t-shirt, both blue in color. You haven't seen her dressed so casually for years. Hey. Her voice is unrecognizable when she sits down across from you, and the staff member who brought her inside closes the door, standing well out of the way. I wasn't expecting you to come. I wasn't going to, you scoff, unable to look her in the eye. Well... Thank you for being here. It means a lot to just get on with it, you snap, staring at the white tiled floor. Ooh. Why did you want to see me? <laughs> I mean, I'd be careful the conversations I'm having in a mental hospital. Yeah. Because they could just look at you and be like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wyan, be careful. You don't want to be admitted. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Ruth pauses at your tone, but she doesn't fold, doesn't bite, doesn't give you any kind of reaction. A pang of sadness hits you before you bury it deep below the surface. Is she being treated well? You wonder. Is the medication working? Is your sister's true per- Is this your sister's true personality? Probably. First of all, 
I owe you an apology. You look at her profile. She looks nothing like when you last saw her. Her hair is longer now, around the same length as yours. Her once sharp features are rounded with the extra weight she carries, and you notice she looks tired, very tired, and dare you say it may be even a little remorseful. For sleeping with Namjoon or stealing the video, your heart quickens, adrenaline coursing your veins. Don't fall for her tricks, you remind yourself over and over again. Ruth is a manipulator. This is what she does best. For everything, your tongue clacks against the roof of your mouth. Apology not accepted. I understand. Silence ensues. You're glancing round the room, purposefully avoiding her eyes and stomach. That poor child. This is no place for a baby. While it's clean and seems orderly, you decide it's no place for an expectant mother either. There it is again, a wave of sadness. So, who's the father? Much to your surprise, you don't stutter. Your words don't tremble with anxiety like the rest of you does. At this, you hear her exhale slowly, bracing herself for the destruction she's about to cause. Namjoon is the father. Yep, see? It's it's the rules of fan fiction. It's the rules. It couldn't, it can't have been yeah. Sokjin's. We know this. We know this. And Sokjin was barely there for like two seconds. Yeah. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> of course he is. Your smile is empty as you shake your head in disbelief. Fuck. Does he know? No, he doesn't. It's no secret to you that June longs to be a father. The two of you had spoken at length about the possibility of having children in your future together. The fact that your own sister sits opposite you carrying his child is enough to make you feel nauseous. The sadness you felt moments before bubbles to anger. How could she do this to you? And more importantly, how could she keep this from him? Don't you think you should tell him? Your voice is laced with venom when you settle your stare back into her face. She's looking right at you, but there's nothing behind her eyes. I'm so sorry, Wyan. Don't, you spit between clenched teeth. Don't you fucking dare apologize to me and try to victimize yourself. You did this. The least you could do is respect him enough to tell him he's going to be a father. I will. It's just hard. They only let you use the phones here every so often, and I don't think he'd take my calls if I tried. She looks almost hurt by this statement. You control yourself enough to not roll your eyes. Well, congratulations to you and June. You crack your knuckle, suddenly feeling very, in very tense. Mom told me about the documentary you're doing. Sounds like it's for a good cause. I know you'll do great things with it, she deflects, because of course she deflects. You're uncomfortable at the prospect of her discussing your business behind your back. You make a mental note to ask your mother to refrain from telling her anything in the future. So was that it? No. I need to ask you a favor. A brash laugh comes out before you can stop it. I'm not doing you any favors, Ruth. You're lucky I even showed up at all. It's not for me, it's for the baby. Namjoon's baby, you gulp, questioning whether she's being genuine or simply pulling on your heartstrings and manipulating you into doing something she wants. But here's the thing, she's on medication she's now. She's on a lot of medication. So, like... She's been here for a minute. I'm giving... The only reason I'm giving her the benefit of the, of the doubt... Yeah. ...is the fact that she's been in this... She's been institutionalized. So, obviously, her personality is going to change based on the medication she's taking. Like, I... I mean, not saying that someone who's on medication cannot manipulate manipulate you. Yeah. But. But I mean, also, like, YN has a lifetime of trauma, so, like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little back and forth. It's a little back and forth. <laughs> In my brain, I'm like, okay, well, um, she's being a little aggressive. Yeah. She needs to tone it down just a smidge. Just a smudge. But anyway. Anyway. It takes you a minute to think about your future niece or nephew, you wonder if they'll have Namjoon's dimples. 
It's common knowledge you and Ruth look very much alike. Will the baby look like you? It's sickening. That could have been your child with Namjoon, but Ooh. instead it's hers. I didn't even think about that. That is so true. Uh, uh, I could never imagine being in this position. Yeah. But also, sorry, I realized I should have said this when we stopped the last time. Mm. Um, I could see why Ruth hadn't told Namjoon yet. It's very early, It is one. very early. <laughs> and number two, what if she just planned on giving it up anyway? Yeah. And why put Namjoon through that? Yeah. If he doesn't... Anz has been through enough. <laughs> yeah, like, you could just be... I think it's... She's basically, she would be doing him a kindness. Like, he would never have to wonder what if he was this baby's father. Yeah. He doesn't have to make the decision at all. No weight, no nothing, you know? Yeah. But that's a personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm just so glad, like, looking back <laughs> at life, mm-hmm. I'm so thankful I have never found any of Millie's boyfriends attractive. <laughs> Never. <laughs> and I'm assuming Millie's never found any of my partners attractive. No. So. It is nice not to have the same taste. It's so good. Because I could throw up thinking about being in this position. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a friend who has my exact taste. Me neither. That must be weird. Yeah. <laughs> Stay safe, y'all. <laughs> Maybe I'm shallow, but I don't I don't think I can do it. No. No. Okay. I she's tearing up. Her breaths are wobbly and for a split second you find yourself concerned. I'm not well, and I probably won't be leaving this place for a long time after what I did. How does that affect me? You're brazen, a Girl. single brow raised on your otherwise deadpan expression. I know you're a good person, YN, and I know that you'll be a great mother someday. You're so caring and warm, and Jungkook seems like a good person, too. Oh. You're both ambitious, financially stable, kind. You freeze, scanning her face for a hint of emotion before you realize she's being deadly serious. What are you saying? I want... I want the baby to have a loving mother. Ruth. You warn her not to continue with a stern tone, but she doesn't appear to take the hint and takes a deep breath in, nodding quietly. (gasps) I want you and Jungkook to adopt the baby. Oh my god. Uh, Messy. Messy. Oh, I've got goosebumps. <laughs> okay. That would utterly destroy me if I was YN. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but with how much her and Ruth look alike, like, why would I want that? Yeah. Why would I want that? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that also, that just puts YN in such a position. Like, her and Jungkook just moved in. Yeah. It hasn't even been a year. They're not even married yet. They're not even married yet. Not that you need to not, be not married to have a kid, be, but, but like, like it just... We're doing the very... It's early days. Yeah. It's early days. <laughs> they've just gone and pulled each other for a chat. Like, yeah. <laughs> they've just been exclusive. Like, oh my gosh. 
Oh my gosh, in other news, uh, this is such a side note, but I, <laughs> but if anyone is listening in, in the UK and if anyone has watched Love Island like and has been watching Love Island, Tommy and Molly Mae from season five are expecting their first child <laughs> and I just love that for them so much. <laughs> oh my God. Personally, I didn't even know they were married, but like, <laughs> this is so crazy. Anyway, back to, back to the program. Like, this is just way too much. Yeah. <laughs> That, like, I want to believe that Ruth isn't doing this to, like, guilt trip her into it. Yeah. I think she is being genuine, like, oh, I want my baby to have a fighting chance. Yeah. But I don't think she's fully considering the repercussions of even just asking. Yeah. Of, like, what that will do to her sister's brain. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this is just. It is. It's too much. Yeah. And what about Jungkook? Does Jungkook want this? I know. I went I don't think we've had I don't think we've had a single mention of Jungkook and babies. Yeah. So That's another thing. They haven't even talked about like that kind of a future. Mhm. From what we know. Yeah. Like mm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, uh, I hope you guys are enjoying our decision to just post every last episode in the week. Yeah. Uh, all that's left is the finale ah! and our Q&A with Laura. <laughs> but that will conclude this episode for today. If you'd like to catch us in between episodes, you can do so at K-pop Pillow Talk, all one word, all lowercase, on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and TikTok. And if you like us and want to let us know, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or any other listening service that allows you to do so. And with that, thanks for listening to this episode of K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Nod. Bye. Ooh.